got a we got a long one. We might as well just get her get her going because I, I think by the time we get done talking about everything today, we're gonna be here for a little while. Yeah, I would agree with that, sir. There's been a lot going on. A lot going on. A lot going on. We haven't really talked about any of it, so we're gonna shoot it straight just right between us here and yeah. see how we're feeling. I got. It's gonna be hard to remember all the shit that's going on lately, but I'm sure it'll come to us. It'll come to us. All right. I guess with that said, yeah, this man. Is, Ohio WrestleCast number number twenty. Twenty. This is twenty. This wow, is you're it. Right. Shit. And you know, uh, I think we talked about ten trying to do something big for it, and we did it. No. And now twenty, we probably should have. But yeah. I mean, we don't have a big theme or a guest or anything like that. But we do have a whole hell of a lot to talk about wrestling wise. Yeah, we do. I mean, uh, and and you know, we actually say we we don't do a lot of current product. Because they don't age very well, you know. Like yeah. we're sitting talking about, like, oh man, Monday Night Raw this last week, you know. You know, nobody wants really, to listen to that right next for week, one know. in May, yeah, or next year. Yeah, we didn't get to but like, what are they talking about? Oh, Monday Night Raw in May, who gives a shit? No, no, you're right. But in this last, you know, since we recorded last, this last month of October has been a wild month for wrestling. So, uh, I think we got we got a lot, a lot of meat on the bone today. For sure. Uh, the big question is where to start. Well, we can start by talking about what's going on since and uh, you know, why we're here is that you know the subscriber counts going through the roof. That's true. Kicking ass, and we thank you all very, very much yeah. for that. Welcome uh, to all the new, the new people, I guess. Well, I think you know, I think uh, you know some of the footage that we shot with Demolition, One Man Gang, Bob Roop uh, brought a lot of the old school fans in, which is great. That's what it's there for. And then uh, hopefully they stick around and really enjoy. What we're doing, I think we've pumped out some really good shows. I really, really enjoyed doing the show last last month with the uh, oh yeah, we, recovering our MCW a, ten year anniversary DVD. That was an OWC event. It's got a it's got it's got a lot of my old friends talking. I actually was in the locker room not too long after that. We had uh, our boy Jabari. We talked about the yeah. match with Jessica. He remembered some of that stuff. Nice. And, uh, yeah, man. We uh, it, it's it's caught a lot of buzz i think i i heard a rumor it, it's sparking an, an mcw reunion we're gonna we're gonna call that a rumor for now okay as we're here in early november we're gonna call it a rumor because i don't want to uh i don't want to confirm yay or nay on anything uh and then have it not go through i don't want to be the liar no i get that group, but uh there is definitely some interest a brewing which cool. which is a good really good thing and yeah, i think uh showing that dvd have talking about it share some old stories Stirred up a lot of interest amongst some old friends, so I think that's a good thing. Yeah, it is. But uh, we can also talk about what we got right in front of us, man. Yeah, I keep looking at it. It looks so pretty. It's very, very pretty. The merch is now available, it correct, is. for purchase. Yep, teespring.com slash store slash OWC. If, if you can't remember that or anything, just go to the Facebook page. It's on there. Go to the Facebook page. We've seen it. The Facebook page shared it today. I shared it myself personally, and uh, we'll continue to do so because the merch is looking awesome. We have our OWC t-shirt. Uh, looking, this will be the last time you'll see it here on the end of the table because after this, it's going to be on my body because <laughs> yeah. this is looking good. Uh, we we got coffee mugs, we got stickers, we got what else we got? We got uh, we got a hoodie on there. Right? Yeah, what'd you think of the the old school? Oh, the WrestleMania, with the WrestleMania font, font yeah, yeah, which actually had a Wilbermania shirt made prior with the similar font, so I'm a huge fan of yeah, that. Yeah, I like that. Uh, I like that a lot. I almost took the Ohio WrestleCast font from the like VHS tape. Photoshop. Yes, yes, with with, but, uh, with John Thomas, who uh, got a negative review from Kiana on, yeah. <laughs> on YouTube. Yes, he did. He did. Um, but yo, that that font is really cool, man. That that's the nostalgia. I'm thinking if I can somehow blow that picture up enough for it to still be 
high quality or at least good quality. I'm thinking about putting it on like a pink T-shirt. Oh, that would be sweet. That'd be cool. That would be I, sweet. If I have to, I'll try. I'll re-edit it on a bigger image if I have to. Or Absolutely. Well, hopefully, man, uh, this gets some positive positive reviews. Uh, Please, please, by all means, pick up a shirt. And if you do, we will personally thank you and uh, and say hey. And uh, you know, I think we try to get some of our stuff available at, at my merch tables on on the indie shows. Oh, yeah. And uh, if there's any designs that you guys like, I mean, we have we're, we're kind of straight shooting right here about it. If you have a design you think would be really cool, think of nostalgia from your past. You know, we do. We have a WrestleMania font shirt. Of course, this is borrowed from the NWO. Um, Anything else do you think of that think would be cool? I mean, that, that we can we can have some fun with it and maybe make a design, especially for you, and, for sure. uh, and get that out there. Oh yeah, we'll but take some the uh, the WrestleCast is uh, we're, we're picking up some steam, and I think that's why we're overdue to sit down and talk some wrestling today. Yeah, we are. So I mean that that's probably where we'll start talking about where we've been, what we've been doing, but uh, so much to talk about. I think. Probably the biggest story is the well, I guess it's being called the Wednesday Night War. I'm giving a little little finger quotes on that. Yeah, but it is cool to have wrestling, you know, on head to head again, which is something that we of course all grew up on with with Raw and Nitro. Yeah. Um, this being AEW Dynamite having their live show Wednesday at eight and uh, NXT being a two hour program now on USA. Um, and, but I'll let you just kind of take the reins. So which one have you been watching more of? Do you try to watch both? Do you, <sighs> well, you don't have live cable, so it's not. I, I don't. So everything is going to be catching up later. I have uh, Hulu Plus where I can watch one of them live. Okay. They'd both be available for me like the next day. Yeah. But uh, but either, that being said, though, you still have to choose which one you'd want to watch first. So which one do you usually choose? Uh, I mean, I, I watch AEW. I, I don't think I've watched a full episode of NXT since it's been on USA. Um, I mean, I I watch Monday and third or Friday now for uh, for SmackDown, SmackDown and Raw. Uh, uh, but I I haven't missed an episode of AEW. I don't exactly watch it live all the time because mm-hmm. I usually just find some place to stream it. Uh, but usually it's like the next day or whatever. Uh, there's been a lot of wrestling this week. There's, there's a lot of so, wrestling. So, so this last it took month. me yeah, a couple of days to watch yeah. AEW, and I just watched SmackDown this morning. Well, yeah, which is a good, and it's Monday. Good episode. So. Uh, well, I, you know, and the thing is, I agree with you on that. It's not because even that I like AEW more, but it is that it's something new. Yeah. That I, and that it's very easy to be opinionated on. Whereas NXT, man, look, here's the thing: is everything I watch has been good. But we that, know it's going to be like, good. It's I, almost, you know. I know I'm missing out because I, I, I do catch clips. And every yeah. now and then I will check out a little bit of it or I'll watch like this week on WWE if, if NXT is your favorite restaurant down the road, but then a new restaurant opens up across the street. It's fresh. And, 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 and it's fresh and it's new. And they're offering you something new every week. Like, you know what I mean? There's a new special. You know full well that you could always go across the street and get your favorite burger at your favorite restaurant. That's yeah. NXT. And, and I have WWE Network, so I could always just watch it. You always fire like it up. Yeah. But uh, do, do they still show it on the network? They live? still have it on the network. I don't know if it's live. Yeah. Um, yeah I haven't. How, okay, then how soon does it go on the network after it's live? I, honestly, I haven't been watching it on the network because I have that Hulu where I can. Okay. Where, you know, which I, maybe I should do on the network because there's still ads on Hulu being on the live show. That's true. Um. But I do. I'll follow. I'll, I'll see what happened on NXT. And by, there's been a lot of great matches this last month. Uh, there's been a lot of stuff. Huh? Finn Balor went heel. Finn Balor went heel. That, I mean, that was joining things, NXT like, was huge in the first place. And then the heel turn and the explanation has been very good. NXT, everything I've seen over there has been really good. But you're right. I actually watch the full episodes of AEW because 
there's you know, I want to take it in. I want to you know again it's some fresh new invest, product, you know, right? You know. Or maybe not, and I think that's well. That's you know, why you're investing. Yeah, in like, and, should I? And I don't think we need to talk about every single episode. You know, break it all down, but I do want to talk about the first episode. You know, we'll, we'll get back to that. So you watched that debut episode of AEW. What did you think well, as, as a whole? Well, let's see. What was that like a month that, ago? It was about. It was a month like ago. Yeah, weeks. yeah, yep. Well, they're on. They just had week five last Wednesday. So, but it's okay. been a bit. Of, but that the first week was about a month ago. Okay. Uh, I mean, to, honestly, it was about what I expected. It yeah. wasn't anything too crazy, but it wasn't disappointing. I liked it. Uh, they didn't have, they still didn't have much to work with, but they did throw their names out there. I yeah. was surprised. You didn't see Moxley till like the very end, I think. Uh, if he was even Moxley there. on that show, the first episode, I know the, the closing angle with, it was Jericho and, uh, I, I don't even know what their actual name, but LAX, you know, uh, Ortiz and Santana. Oh, they're, um, against, uh, what the Bucks it? and Omega. Yeah, it was Moxley ran in at the end. Moxley ran in and took out Omega in that match. What do they call themselves? Not the in crowd, but the... Well, they're the inner circle, the inner is, circle is the whole stable. But them as a tag team have a different oh. name now, and I, I, I still just call them LAX. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm still not clear on certain people. Like, those guys, uh, I don't know what they actually call themselves, but they wear the green and the black, like, full-on stuff. I, I call They look like motocross dudes. Oh, I call them the motocross yeah, dudes. yeah. Well, there's the, the Dark Order... Um, yeah, with, with Stu Grayson with and Evil and, Uno, and yeah. then uh, Angelico and Jack Evans are a team that usually I think wear the green yeah, and black. Yeah, yeah, that's um, But yeah, that first episode, I remember, um, you know, I, I was very satisfied with that as a debut episode. I thought they did a really good job, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, we'll talk about this. That was where they opened with Sammy Guevara and Cody, and I thought it was a good match. And I like the idea where um, Shivani was in the ring to interview Cody, and I thought, I wish that's something they would do, like the UFC does, where they interview you post fight. Yeah, that is I cool. thought that might be something they would go with is a more sports like oriented theme like big match let's get Shivani in the ring and like kind of talk to him you, about you it I think they would considering how they're trying to make it more sport and and that would be completely different well that and that had Jericho jumping him and it was a good beatdown segment but that's something that I thought like hey that might be their thing and they haven't really done that not too much there was a lot that felt like old WCW Nitro which I don't think is actually a bad thing either the I, look uh, of it yeah, has a very WCW look. It, it it's looks. I mean, it it looks big and colorful, and you know, vi- like a vibrant. It, it draws you in. Yeah, yeah. I I think they do that pretty well as a production uh, value. Where you know, when you turn that on for the first time, it does. It looks exciting. Nitro did too. It had a cool set. It had a lot of pyro and fireworks. It had yeah. the Nitro Girls, which you know, as a purist wrestling fan doesn't do a lot but if you're just tuning in for the first time and you see you know big set pyro girls dancing you know the announcers are excited like it kind of like, draws yeah. you in this it is seems something... like the real deal too like it just gives that feel yeah it's a place that you want to be um i did i thought the debut episode was was pretty good there was only a couple things that i wasn't a huge fan of but um but it had me intrigued where i was and they they definitely won the ratings battle the first week as they should it's a brand new product. Again, we know what we're getting yeah. out of NXT. So There's a lot of hype around. The, the curiosity is going to bring you in, if anything else. Um, Jake Hager, Jack <laughs> oh, yeah. Swagger, debuted on that episode. was kind of the big surprise towards the end. Yeah. Smart um, move selling him as like the undefeated in MMA. Jake, yeah, I mean? yeah, like, yeah. Put him, yeah, talk about how good he is doing. It builds him up as a badass even further. For sure. Um, and he's not really doing much, too, which kind of like builds the mystique, even though a I lot of us so. are aware of him. Well, and there, here's the other thing that's good for him is that the roster, I mean, wrestling in general, guys are getting smaller, which is fine. You know, great athletes. And he's still a big, big dude, 6'6", six, six, you know, and 
in the mid 200 pounds and he's he looks like a monster compared to these guys so that'll add to his believability as a badass he's a he's an older guy too now he's not like a young baby face looking guy anymore so that helps too yeah beard yeah so that adds some grizzle to him because before like I, I just thought it was silly looking. Before. He looks kind of goofy. Where yeah. it's like, even though this guy's a legitimate badass, like he just looks like so a, goofy. Where it was kind of hard to take him seriously. You'll like this reference. Uh, the dude from American Vandal, like oh, on steroids. He did look like from the way back crew. Who's <laughs> forty? Uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, man, it's what it had me intrigued, and I've I've watched AEW first every week and watched pretty much all of it so far. Um, and, and I'll say this now, I'm waning interest on it. Um, yeah. and, and before we get, cause you know, when we did our all out review, there's a whole lot of, you know, negativity involved. So I'm trying to watch this without a negative attitude going forward. But I think a lot of the things that we talked about would be real problems are starting to show its head. Like we talked about how not really their fault, but the pickings of getting a roster it's thin right now. Yeah. WWE kind of has everybody, man. Like, yeah, I mean, a prime example is they gave Riho the the women's title. She's so tiny. Yeah. And There's uh, a giant bulldozer outside of your yeah, house. Yeah, you see what it looks like around here. It's it's not old, or it's not. They they yeah. did they gave Riho the title over Nyla Rose. I, I think as a whole, like I don't even think they should have a women's division. I just don't. Like they, they don't, don't have a big enough. They division. don't. They don't have a, the depth in the roster, and I don't think the depth they have is all that talented. I just I'm not entertained by Riho at all. Yeah. Um. I thought I think Britt Baker has been pretty good, and she definitely has the most marketable look. Like you know, good looking chick looks kind of like a star. Yeah. If you didn't know that she's a dentist, they only tell you 50 times an episode. <laughs> oh, she's a dentist. Uh, she, yeah, exactly. See, no. Well, I try to tune out Jim Ross as much as I can too. Um. <laughs> but, you know, she would be the most marketable star, and they gave that match with her and Riho away already, which had, you know, because I'm thinking, like, well, maybe Riho hasn't had the right opponents yet, and, like, they're building this as a big match. So I watched that match with high anticipation. I thought it was terrible. Yeah, it I thought it was good. I thought it was absolutely terrible. Um, yeah, I don't think they have the depth right now. And as I talked to a friend uh, my last indie show, we were talking about how women's wrestling on the indies in general is just rough right now because – Everybody who's good is signed. Mm. The WWE wants to get their get a hold of them. So now there's less women that are experienced, uh, you know, that can give these new young up and coming girls a good match and teach them. Like even like the uh, Mia Yims of the world that's in NXT. Yeah, Mia Yim has been around a really long time, and she's a good worker. I don't think she's I don't think she's ever going to be on the level of the Beckys and Charlottes and and Bailey's and Sasha's or anything like that. But she's a very very good worker. She was great to have on the independent scene for, a, you know, a, a chick that's coming up that's pretty good that could teach these girls, teach them how to work. Yeah. There's, like, nobody out there anymore. And mm. I think it's showing in AEW where they're bringing over Japanese girls that we don't know who they are. So it's tough to that stuff, identify that's and sympathize already. anyways. Yeah. yeah, it's a hurdle already. And there's just there's no name value females out there. And there's the, the talent itself just isn't that great. They, everybody who's worth anything has already been picked up. Yeah. There's no real standout female. Like the, I can't even remember half their name aside from like Britt Baker. Yeah. 
uh, B Priestley. Yeah, that's um, another one. Who has a cool look about her. Yeah, like you know, on like Instagram. That's mostly why she I remember her she name. comes out, and I'm like, oh, okay. At least there's a look. At least there's something. But I remember, you know, seeing they had like a tag match where it just it wasn't very good. Yeah. You know, and and okay, great. You had a cool look, but you kind of lost me. You know, like so if you got me now, you lost me because the talent level isn't there. Um, no, you're right. I think that's a problem. We knew that would be a problem coming in. That that just there's not a whole lot of there's not a lot to pick from anymore. No. A couple of years ago, there definitely would have been. Well, I mean, there's three brands now that WWE is picking and choosing for. Well, that's. I mean, there's even yeah putting like moving them all around. Oh yeah. The yeah. Toys. Yep. And, so, they, and they have I mean, that luxury to do so. Which is why, you know, I don't think this will ever be a real war. I mean, even if AEW is winning right now, it's winning against the the C team. I yeah, mean, and NXT. it's not really NXT has we know has tons and tons of talent. Yeah, but, but it's, it's not the C team yeah. or the A team. Monday Night Raw has yeah. been around for over twenty five years. SmackDown's been around for twenty years. You know, NXT, I mean, NXT is their their third brand, and they can pluck and bring a Finn Balor down anytime they want. Yeah, I mean know? this this week's episode of SmackDown is a perfect example of why you're right. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, but uh, so it's I don't think it ever really will be a war, but that being said i mean i'm hoping that aew generates buzz i'm hoping that there's growth i think i think there can be a war i don't think it's a war right now i i think i think that every they're trying to make i think aew is trying to make it seem like a war because it makes why it wouldn't you why would you why, you know yeah i mean if you're if you're coming in if you're i guess i must be hungry for a hamburger but if a, if you're bringing in mark's you know fast food hamburger joint you're not going to sit there and say like well, we're, we're not as good at it as mcdonald's don't think that we are yeah but we're we're pretty good too. come and try us no you're going to be like fuck mcdonald's we're yeah. way better even if you're not and then in everybody's opinion we bet there's some people that will probably like it more some people that won't but you're going to tell everyone no we're way fucking better than mcdonald's yeah yeah fuck even- that shit aren't you tired of mcdonald's and i mean that's kind of what AEW's doing it's like well we're we're gonna we're better than those guys. Yeah, we, fuck we, those guys. Fuck yeah, the fuck man. yeah. We, you don't know it yet, but you will because we're better. Even good old Jr's saying shit about. Well, he has to. He's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, and he's an. I mean, he's an employee. I mean, on top was, of it all. Did you see that shirt he released on Pro Wrestling TV? I did not. No. He he was quoted. Seth Rollins said. Uh, oh, about yeah. Called them the minor, <laughs> minor leagues. leagues, and then he, he said uh, maybe he'll be maybe, over his girlfriend one day. Which someday is, yeah. he'll be as over his girlfriend. He put that on a T-shirt and he's selling <laughs> it on the wrestling team. I almost yeah. bought it. Yeah, uh, Jim Ross right now his podcast has actually been great because as Conrad calls it, he's got a case of the red ass. Like he's just he's just <laughs> he's got a grumpy, cantankerous old fuck, and it's it's the most entertaining he's ever been. Yeah. Um, but no, you have to. You you have to go out there, and you know Jim Ross is as recognizable as anybody else on that show. Oh, for sure. So if you're gonna be that, would you stop, Walt? <laughs> yeah, he's he's at it. Go lay I'm down. I'm telling you. Uh, go lay down. If you're you know if you're a recognizable face of pro wrestling, you need to be ambassador for that company and say this. You don't know. Listen, this is why we're gonna be the fucking real deal. No. And they should believe it. Um, you know there is. Lots and lots of room for improvement, though. I think yeah, I could yeah. agree. And again, like to go back to the Monday Night Wars thing, I don't think it's a war right now, but I think it 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 can't it could be like give it five, 
10 years, 16-year-old kids will have grown up a little bit. They've gone into wrestling school, and they're kicking ass. They're going to be able to fucking swoop in there and get people. I mean, they got the money to do that. They, they absolutely it's have the money. It's not about not yeah. being able to pay them. No. It's about being able to get to them first. It's a, a, but get they're to them start first. You're right. Where if there stuff. was, say, you know, as we talk, like the NFL is the NLBL for football. And there's been other sub-leagues that never is the NFL. But if you, you know, if there was, if there was another league that was right on par or not on par yet, but a little more exciting and paid a little better and gave you more insurance. So now you're this top notch quarterback coming out of college. You're like, I have options. I don't yep. really want to go to the NFL. Right. I don't want to go here. They keep yeah. doing as well as they are now, even though the ratings have gone down since the first episode I heard. Which, of course, it will. It's, yeah. it's going to, you yeah. know. But I mean, if they keep going at this pace and caring as much as they do and they keep having Tony Khan doing press conferences mm-hmm. after everything which is, I think is another cool thing yeah. everything has a press conference yeah. after which I'm like very cool I yeah. like it it adds a real feel to everything but uh, as long as they keep that up dude I think they have a real shot at they, being they do care I don't know if it's you know less Tony Khan Kenny Omega and the Bucks or more the AEW fan like the hated hardcore fan base where it is it's annoying and probably short sighted to not admit faults to yeah. not be open to no there's a lot of shit that you could do better and you don't have to do it all at once yeah. but there's a lot of shit that you could do better again we're talking about the women's division like I don't see it right now but when they put a women's match on i'm not interested i don't really want to watch it nxt is the exact opposite yeah. baszler is incredible yeah. she's so fucking good no. um you know I'm, I'm not really big on bianca belair but she's done really well lately rhea ripley is awesome i like rhea ripley, rhea ripley is awesome and they, they Just had a little bit i've seen they had a, i don't know if you've seen that women's tag match with the kabuki warriors against uh uh, Tegan Knox and Dakota Kai. Oh uh, my gosh, it was a great yeah, match. I gotta start watching that. Yeah. Uh, so the women's division, you know, Candice LeRae and Io Shirai. I mean, they the women's division just in NXT, the third brand, yeah. is fucking great. When they're on, you should see it. And they actually build up to a, a women's war games match coming oh, up wow. for the next takeover yeah, before I'm Survivor watching, Series. I'm it's night and day. Now, and again, that's not to say that AEW is doing it all wrong. It's It really just starts with they don't have the players. They, they don't yeah. have the pieces yet. Yeah. And it's, like you said, it might take a long time to develop them. Or if somehow Charlotte is pissed with her contract and wants to go see what else is out there. Yeah, that would be a huge coup for them. Yeah. You know. But right now, it's just not there. And the fact that they're trying to present it as being there. They did. They had a segment on the last episode. It was a two-segment women's match. So, like, a 12-minute women's match of two females that they'd never had on TV before. That's not smart. Because you're just – you're. If you want to give me two new ones, you got to put one over strong in five minutes. Get get me my – you know, make the action hot out of the gate. Walter, what the fuck are you even barking at? There's nothing there. The bulldozer that's been going back and forth. You're driving me crazy. You're driving me crazy. <laughs> Lay down, you crazy ass. Sorry, people. If, if, apologies. Walter, you're, we're having a good conversation. You're ruining it. He's actually looking at me sternly now like, okay, I'm listening. He loves the AEW women's division. <laughs> yeah, he's getting fired up about it. We've been <laughs> shitting on it for a few minutes now. Uh, but that, I mean, that's not just with the women, but that if you're trying to debut some characters and you want one of them to be over and look strong... A re- it doesn't have to be 50-50 all the time. And that's no. I think that's another kind of side note I want to get on with them. But especially when you're debating, debuting two brand new female characters. No, make one of them 
be the one I got to watch where the other one can still look good. Get a, get some things in. Yeah. But make one, they're like, oh, the one I got to look for. I don't remember either their names. I don't know who won because none of it really felt like it mattered. It just feels like a match. No, I couldn't tell you their names right now. That, that's not, then what's the point of having it? No, you're right. You know, and that, that's that's not good. That's what you do for squash matches. You bring in people that nobody's ever seen before or known. And, and, and when you're out there for three minutes, still give them something. Give them two spots. The, hey, go out there and make this look good. Make them look good too, but, but they know they're there to do right, a job. Right, exactly. They don't do that there. They haven't done that really at all in AEW, and I think yeah. it's a bad thing. It's another thing I know. They started doing the the picture in picture ads, like WWE does. Like I, they're doing that. I, I have trouble following it. Like it kind of. I I kind of just tune out for yeah, it. I just I see it too. as there's an ad. I'd yeah. rather them just roll ads just for do the whole less thing. time. I do too. And, I'm not. I'm not watching the small picture. I'd rather I'd probably dick around on my phone until it's done. Yeah. You know, I, it, there's, exactly. It's, it's not gonna keep me there. It's. We're not streaming video games here. We're not doing. You know. There's yeah. People here. Yeah. Stupid. I mean, the other. Here's the other issue I feel with AEW. Now their model is right now. Again, this isn't their fault. They haven't been around enough to establish a whole fucking network where they could build their stuff to. Because it. Because NXT can give you good matches and then they're going to build to their takeover special which is going to be on the network anyway so like god damn yeah you better believe I'm going to watch that yeah AEW is doing the traditional format of trying to build to the pay-per-view and they're advertising big time pay-per-view matches but the thing is you can watch that show every single week and get great wrestling matches and normally that's a good thing, but I think it's a little too much of a good thing because why am I going to drop 40 or 50 bucks when I'm getting solid 15, 20 minute matches every single week for free? Yeah. And, and again, when we talk about that 50, 50 booking, no, like establish that Kenny Omega is your top star. All right. I mean, the match with Joey Janela, I thought was actually pretty damn good. Yeah. I'll give you, yeah. But don't, why? What, you know, don't do that now. And if you don't want to put Joey Janela in a spot where he's losing in six minutes, do it with somebody else. Do you know, There's tons of good independent talent out there that you can go out there. Kenny Omega versus this good indie guy. I could I could pick you ten of them just here in the, the Northeast Ohio-Pittsburgh area yeah. that could go out there and give a good fight. And they were in Pittsburgh. There's a lot of good indie talent there that you could pick a guy out five, six minutes. Yeah, were in yeah, five, six minutes with Kenny Omega. Just make Omega look good, get his shit in, establish why he is your superstar. Against the young guy, and again, the young guy get one or two things, in, you know. Yeah, who would who would appreciate the hell of it? Would love to put exactly, on a good match. Exactly, exactly, exactly. You never know. They might even be a breakout star after that. Sign him. You got another fucking star on you. So, hand. but instead they have a 15 minute match with Joey Janela, which again was it was a good match. I liked it. Yeah. But now, but Joey Janela has nothing going on at the pay per view. No, you're, they're not. They're not building them up to have. You're anything. not building them up to have anything, but but you still wasted 15 minutes of TV time because to to ultimately get where you need to go, that Kenny Omega is a, is a great wrestler and he's going to a big time match with Moxley. Okay. Yeah. But you took up 15 minutes of time and. Doesn't really help Joey Janela any because yeah okay you stuck with him that's awesome but it really hurts Omega more than it helps Janela because it's it's not like Janela's going into well man he took Kenny Omega right to the limit so now he's going to be ready for that big match with Adam Page at the you know yeah no yeah. there's nothing no there's 15 minutes of a match for the sake of having a match there's nothing that's partially on uh, I think the commentary team too right because i mean they should be talking about they should be connecting those dots they yeah sh- they should at least like if this is what we're gonna get joey janela and kenny omega they mm-hmm. should at least like try to make that build something I, I mean i think they tried to build it that it was a big deal for janela you know it was a big spot for him yeah so they did try to put that over but again is is the ultimate model is they're trying to make their money 
on the pay-per-views because they don't have house shows yet. All they have is TV tapings and then the pay-per-views. That's where the real income is going to come right. in. And that's another uphill battle for them when WWE is offering you a pay-per-view every month for $10. That's what we're saying. Because I'm not buying the AEW pay-per-view. No. Well, and why would you? Because you're, I mean, we're getting good wrestling from them every single week anyway. Yeah. I, I mean, I can, I can find my ways of watching it or I can fucking just get a highlight. I'd like to see Jericho versus Cody. And I've said, I've been very, very, very critical of Cody. There's still things I think I am critical of Cody. I think that AEW feels like a whole vanity project for him, if I'm being honest. In a way, yeah. yeah. I, I think like the, it's his playground where his segment usually is awesome, but nobody else is getting that sort of attention or no. production or anything like he gets. They, so, I mean, fuck, last episode they were in a limo just talking, him and Tony Schiavone. Yeah, and he made his brother fuck now. off. Yeah. They get out of the plane. <laughs> They're both going to the building, but Dustin has to fuck off while he rides a little Schiavone. Like, I don't I, I don't try to – I really don't try yeah, to – I didn't even think about that. That's yeah, I, I do. Because <laughs> then the jumping segment happens to have Dustin separated, but it's like – Yo, you guys are going to the fucking Billy. Why can't he ride along? <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, um, no sense. yeah, I try not to get too logical watching wrestling. It's it's not a healthy experience. Still, but still, yeah, it didn't I make like a lot it. of I sense. I like I like it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I like seeing that shit. Like, um, but but I mean, there's there's a lot that's invested in Cody. I mean, it's the main event storyline, so it's fine. I get it. And and Jericho has been awesome. I love like him, oh him him with that 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 brawl that they had the week prior. I thought was awesome. I loved it. I thought that was the best segment of the like maybe since it's been on the air. Yeah. With Jericho still just crying, I have a ticket. You know, <laughs> I thought it was great. But so they they're putting a lot of effort into that, and that's as they should. That's going to be the top drawing match. Putting a lot of effort into Omega versus Moxley. You know, they're telling a story with those two. After that. What do you got? You got the Bucks versus the LAX guys. Okay, so that should be a good tag team match. Yeah. Well, motherfuckers, you just you give us three good tag team matches every single week on TV. Like that's true. And what they, you know what I mean? They just crowned uh, a tag team champion. Tra- yeah. So you'll have a tag match, but well, between who? SCU and, and and whomever. But even then, so they they did. They had uh, I remember that week they had the semifinals. It's the Lucha Brothers versus the Private Party, which the Private Party, especially uh, the darker skin Mark Quinn, man, yeah. is I'm a fan of his. I think yeah. that guy can go. Um, they hit a lot of cool shit. Awesome. Then the next match is SCU versus Dark Order, which I actually thought was probably a better, more standard tag match. Yeah, I thought it was a good match. Well now, but now you just gave me two kick-ass tag team matches in a row. So then later on in the show, there's the Young Bucks versus the Best Friends, where it's like, I know the Young Bucks are good. The you know, Best Friends, I'm sure they could do some good stuff. Yeah. I don't really want to watch it. I'm kind of tapped out on tag wrestling. Like, Love you've that. already That's exhausted a lot of tag me. Matches yeah. And a night. And again, both those opening matches were, you know, 10 minutes or longer. Like, it doesn't, ha- it, not every match has to be. 10 minutes plus yeah. and three or four, five, six false finishes. It doesn't have to be that way because you get numb to it. For sure. For sure. It's like, it's like over, it's like kicking out two finishers. Yeah. Yeah. Like after a while, you, I don't, I'm not surprised anymore at all when somebody kicks out of a finisher. No, because you, you overkill it. It's not special anymore. Yeah, it's not a finisher. And it's a, and there's the thing is the Young Bucks, as we, you know, I've said it a bunch of times, if you've never seen a Young Bucks match, you are goddamn in for a treat. <laughs> if you have seen a Young Bucks match, then kind of getting the same thing yeah. so by the time the young bucks come on in the sixth or seventh segment and there's already been a couple of tag matches before and with a lot of high spots with the lucha brothers private party etc what what do you got to offer me now and, and i think that's what they're running into again with a thin roster because they got to be on there every week 
There's nobody else. Yeah, and and they're not even like separating tag teams up every now. Like you're not having a singles match with someone from a tag team ever. No, like, they have like four main. Not even. They don't even have like four main pillars because the fucking young bucks are a tag team. Yeah. So it's like and I don't Omega, even know which Cody, they are. and John Moxley are really like the three with, main. With, with Jericho, of course, as your champion. Oh, Jericho, yeah. Who's but Jericho's now awesome friends work. with half the other roster. Yeah, yeah, and and so, so you're kind of occupying them all on the same segment. Yeah. yeah. Which uh, actually brings me another thing. What do you think of Sammy Guevara? What are you, what's your opinion on him? He's good in the ring, but he's like a grinning little shit. Yeah. I don't like him. But, like, I don't think he's bad in the ring. I don't think he's that impressive either. I yeah. Mean, I mean, he's ring ability, yeah, whatever. And, but, like, you're a good heel because I just want to punch you in the face because I don't like you. Which is a good heel. <laughs> I mean, it ultimately is a good heel if you want to see him get punched in the face. I don't think he does a good enough job of that, of really? being a cocky little shit that you just want to no, see no. hit. Yeah, he's. I don't dislike him and want to punch him in the face for anything he's doing or saying. It's just... Just the, I don't know, like, he just gives me that cocky little shithead vibe. I don't know. This is what goes back to it. I really feels a recurring theme where we talk about their talent roster just isn't that deep. Because here's a kid that I think is good. I mean, he's good in the ring. He's not the best I've ever seen, but he's good. And he's playing, I mean, as a heel, like you're right. I mean, he's a pretty good heel. And they're pairing with Jericho, which is pretty good pairing. But they're already positioning him as in a main event, you know, main event slot. He's a kid. He's just a piece of baby. And, and he's done nothing to earn that. Like, there's, you know what I mean? Like, I'm turning on for the first time. I still, I don't know who he is. I, I only know who he until is they brought because him I'm watching him. But now you got him in your main events. No, give that time. Yeah. Like, and, and I don't, and I don't know that they have time, and I don't know if they feel that the roster is deep enough to where they, you know, he would. Like, I feel they have to elevate him. Like they, they, they gotta get him up there. They like him. He's got a lot of potential. Okay, let's put him right up there with these main event guys. Man, I, I don't know. I don't think it's a great plan. Yeah, that's probably mostly because they don't really have anybody else too. But yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, they're putting him in a spot that I don't. He's probably not ready for, or I just don't think he's the right fit for. And I think that's a problem because again, that's a guy that probably could be a player for them in the future. Make him like a like a a one two three kid. You know I think I mean? he kind like of is the maybe of the X Pac. To their group, friend. yeah. You know, the annoying little shit. But but again, I don't know if this is booking or he's just not that talented yet. He doesn't really portray that in the ring. Yeah. He should be chicken shit healing a little more. He's smaller. I mean, he, on a roster that's everybody's small, if you watch him versus Adam Page, he's significantly smaller than Adam Page. Adam Page isn't that big of a guy. Yeah. But he should. He should be cowering a little bit, chicken yeah, shit a little bit. I always forget about Adam Page. Being sly and then being vicious when they when the time calls for it. He just goes out there like he's a wrestler, like he's right on par with everybody else, and it's like, he's not. no, and and it's just, and that it's not just Sammy Guevara. I think it's almost the whole promotion where it's everybody. Everybody's just right on par with everybody. Everybody's fifty fifty. We're all the shit. We're all the fucking yeah, and and when wins and losses matter, you know, yeah, that's all there really is. Is that okay? This guy beat this guy, so I guess he's a little bit better. You're not. We talked about this earlier. I think my example was Legion Brothers and and Young Bucks. I'm never really happy because a guy won, or happy or pissed because the bad guy lost or a yeah. bad guy won. 
it, it just doesn't happen. It's just a match. Yeah, they're both the, they're both kind of fan favorites. Like everybody love them. Both. Everybody's like, pretty much a baby face there. Yeah, I mean Jericho's doing a great job playing a heel, but he's still Chris Jericho. He's still, yeah, it doesn't help that he's in Jay and Silent Bob reboot, and he's going all around with like Kevin yeah. Smith and being normal, lovable Jericho. MJF is the best heel character they have, and he's a side player to he's not Cody even, Rhodes. He's barely a heel now. He's barely kind of being the buddy. He's the asshole, but he's our asshole. And asshole. yeah, exactly. If he turns on him, it's going to be like, okay, yeah, we we knew you were going to, you know, exactly. Just, Not a shocker at all. So again, I mean, there's lots of, and I don't feel like this is even nitpicking. I think this is just pretty glaring, obvious weak points that they have going right now. Uh, you know, just to be positive, I think Jericho has been fucking great. Jericho's captivated me every time he's on. Stayed uh, uh, champion. Uh, the champion yeah, with his ridiculous ass fucking jack o' lantern suit he was wearing. <laughs> and, you know, um, I think uh, Moxley has been entertaining. I, I want to see what Moxley does next. I still, I do think Omega is awesome. So Moxley's probably my favorite part. Him yeah. and Luchasaurus. And Luchasaurus has been hurt. I we know. had to we had to get stuck with a goddamn see, Marco stunt match he's, instead. He's a guy I think they should make a top guy. I th- I think he'd have enough people behind him. He's big and believable. Like. If you gave him a couple months worth of wins over mid card guys looking strong, and then he, you know, beating the same of Guevara in say ten minutes, you know, to where you can build him up where he is a contender for Jericho. Now you got me. Yeah. Yeah. You got, because there's because a, because because that, now I'm cheering for him. <laughs> yeah. I'm not. You know, as far as Cody and Jericho goes, I, I mean, their segments have been very good. I'm not saying they aren't. But where's the intrigue for the match? Mm. Like the match itself is probably gonna be good. Yeah. And we're so spoiled anymore in wrestling where every match is pretty fucking good. Like there's it's so just like, oh, that match should be pretty good. Isn't enough. Um, and then as we talk about the character, we just said, I would love to see that Luchasaurus build it to it to where like, oh, fuck, he might win. And if Jericho does beat him, I would be pissed. Yeah. And Luchasaurus wins. I would be thrilled. And they got plenty of fodder for storyline. You got sure. Marco Stunt and uh, Jungle Boy. I mean, beat up on them when Luchasaurus yeah. is around or something. Pick yeah. on that. You know yep. what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. It's the story kind of tells itself. Even, give yourself a challenge. Make people like Marco Stunt. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even though it's kind of a tough. People well, I think Jericho's that him. good where he could be that brutal and really get sympathy on him. Where he'd be like, aha, beat the shit out of the little guy. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, oh, oh that's rough. <laughs> you know, I, I think it could be done without being hokey. I think, you know, they, they did a, you know, they've done some good beat down scenes already where they could really build the sympathy for a character, you know, sure. instead of it just being cool. Um, yeah, there's a guy. I mean, there's a guy that could be built up. MJF is a guy that could definitely be built up. So there is some guys there. Uh, and, you know, it's been five weeks, so it's you, you've had enough time to where you could say, you know, you can iron out some of the mistakes, but they are still new. You know, there's there's no reason to completely write it off right now, but I do know that I'm less intrigued after week five than it was after week one. It's, yeah. it's waning. It's, it's so... That's not a good thing, at least it, where I stand. It's it's not, but at the I mean, on the other side of the coin too, like WWE really isn't sucking me in too much better anyway. Aside from maybe like NXT, but I can't even say that because I haven't been watching it. Yeah, and, and they're they're pitching it as a Wednesday Night War, whereas the Monday Night War really was. If something wasn't very good on one of the channels, you would just flip it. And yeah. maybe there was something better, and now you're now you're stuck with it. This and is they a lost day and age, though. It's a different day and age where you're again, paying you, for what you're flipping on and off. Yeah, exactly. And and whether or not you have Hulu, the network, or you know an internet site or whatever you're doing, you got the availability to watch them both. For again, sure. if I am 
watch home. it, I can watch them on each screen. You yeah, know, exactly. <laughs> if I am home, I'll probably throw on AEW. If I'm not, uh, you know, if I miss it because I'm out or something, yeah, Thursday after I get off of work, okay, I'm gonna put it on. And yeah, then I'll yeah. watch. And then when I see what happened on NXT, I hear there's an awesome Roderick Strong versus Dijak versus Keith Lee match. Yeah, I'll watch that. Yeah. I definitely want to see that. I want to see the the um, Pete Dunne, uh, Punishment Martinez. His name is uh, Damian Christ or something. Damian Priest. Priest. Priest right now. I, yeah, I heard no, that was yeah. a good match. So like, there's when I hear there's something great, I can tune in at my own discretion to watch it. So it's not the same as the war era where you really did. If you gave me something bad, I could turn the channel. Which I did do, though, uh, when I see Marco fucking stunt come out. <laughs> Of course. Well, yeah, the Luchasaurus was hurt. So I see Marco Stunt come out with Jungle Boy to take on, I think that was, uh, it wasn't SCU. Who did they wrestle in that match? Maybe it was the Lucha Bros. I see that and I see Marco Stunt being in the match and I was like, you know what? Eh. And I turned it to NXT mm. where it had Dijak and Keith Lee. And I'm like, okay, I'd rather watch this. Yeah. So you do have to be, for the people who really have regular cable still, you have to be careful to not give them shit to bed. Yeah, it's almost segments because you can turn it to not just turn to the channel, but turn it to more wrestling. It's almost like they need, they need, like AEW needs a, a an Eric Bischoff there to like one up them, like know what's gonna happen, like what match is gonna happen while we're doing this match, like know what to have on at the right time to compete with the channel changers. You know what I mean? And I think ultimately just don't have anything that's gonna be insultingly bad. Yeah, you know, which NXT doesn't. They have stuff that I like more than others. Um, and they do, they actually have some squash matches. So, you know, you have like a guy that they're going to build up to be a star. Hey, and he's in and out of there in two, three minutes before it could bore me, before it could get bad. And this guy looks like a badass now. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. AEW, on the other hand, has the, you know, all their women's matches are going over 10 minutes and they're not necessarily good. No. So it's almost y- like you could get, you'll lose me. Like it, it's legitimately filler. Yeah. Like that, those matches are as long as they are and go on as long as they are as, with as bad as they are because they just got to fill the time. Because, you know, that is, that would be easier to write out, right? If we had to fill out, which, you know, without commercials, I know it's probably a little less than this, but let's call it an hour and a half, right? We got to fill out an hour and a half worth of programming. It's way easier to go, well, if this match goes 15 minutes, we'll, we'll call it the segment because it's bell to bell entrances. This goes 15, and this one goes 20, and this one goes 20, and this one goes 15. Like, well, you know, now we, and this one goes 20, there, we're done. Yeah. Instead yeah. of, no, we need you to get in and out of there in four or five minutes, and then we're going to have a post match, you know, promo that's going to take two. And then we're going to yeah. go, you know, and then we're going to air a video package on this guy. He's not on the show. We want to air a video package to show that, you know, he's going to be here next week taking on this guy who's in the next match. And again, he goes out and has a five minute. Yeah. So now you got to, it's, it's a little tougher to write where instead of just doing, hey, these are six, seven things and they're all 15 minutes long. No, you might need 20 things and some can still be 10 or 15, but that's going to be more special. Yeah. Your main yeah. events, you know, maybe ho- open with a hot match. Uh, middle of the show, you know, for the top of the next hour, you know, a good 10, 15 minute match and a big main event that you're building towards. Yeah. Yeah. And who, and fuck it. Like why, why can't you have a good, like 35, 40 minute, like pay-per-view worthy match on a fucking weekly show every now and then, every now and then. Yeah. Yeah. Like throw it on there just to build up that show. You know, like fuck dude, you guys should have saw that match 
last Wednesday on Dynamite. It was killer. Yeah, and like, well, NXT does. NXT is actually doing it. They, they, exactly. They're having the big, and then with SmackDown, which we'll talk about, had the Daniel Bryan Adam Cole match. When you got to the end of the show, I want to see that. Like, yeah. I'm not going anywhere. Like, you, you got me now. I uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you think about the Monday Night Wars when wrestling was at its biggest, that's what they built around the main event. You know, you have an Austin or a Rock segment. Or on the other side, an NWO Hogan, you know, segment that would build up to the main event. Well, this is your main event, folks, and we're going to get there at the end of the night. Well, AEW says this is your main event, folks. You're going to get there at the end of the night, and you know it's going to be a good 15-minute match. But then there's three or four good 15-minute matches before that, so it's not special. Yeah. Raw and even Nitro would have, you know, a lot of three, four-minute matches. They'd have a lot of promo segments. They'd have a lot of other stuff. So then that 15, 20 minute final segment felt special. Yeah. And that's, that's the be highlighted. And when you're on TV every week, that, that's, you can do that sort of thing. Yeah. Sometimes less is more. I, I think so. I think that's the lesson that AEW needs to learn. For sure. Especially as we talked about too, when you're trying to get our pay-per-view dollars, there's just no reason to. I mean, just so we're not just completely shitting on it. Uh, I mean, they do do some things well i think like i think the production value like we talked mm-hmm. about is tremendous their titantron game is fucking slick i love mm-hmm. those two little entrances this is all like cosmetic shit that really has nothing to do with well, it no, I mean, and the wrestling is the wrestling is good yeah the matches are good I, I there's been very besides the women's matches as we talked about yeah there's i don't can't really think of any men's that have been like stinkers no, no you no. know what i mean the matches are good it's just almost a little and too much of a good thing they're they're Taking risks, they're pushing the limit. They're they are setting themselves apart. Like a lot of the stunts and stuff they do, they do differently than you would expect WWE to do. Like sure, the first appearance you saw of John Moxley, him slamming Omega Kenny through, Omega through the, like the glass floor coffee table, or yeah, yeah, or the glass. Oh well, yeah, yeah that the glass was, table. I was talking about oh, way okay. back yeah, in yeah, the yeah, day yeah. when he like debuted or whatever. Yeah, like they he put him through what you thought was just the floor, and it looked like he legitimately went through a piece of floor. Like, yeah. It wasn't. It didn't look like you didn't see a layer of foam underneath it. They're hitting themselves legitimately in the head. Although I did see Crown Jewel. They did a headshot on Brock. Uh, Mysterio did. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he put his hands up and yeah. everything. I don't know if it was planned or yeah. what, or he was just in the moment or some shit. But yeah, I did notice that. But I mean, AEW, they are kind of keeping up their end of the bargain. Yeah. Is we're we're gonna be what you? Well, they're dropping. They're, they're dropping shit. They're allowed to say shit yeah. on AEW, and they're not overkilling it either. You know, Adam Page did a post match promo last show where you know he's things haven't been going real well, but I'm about to start doing some real cowboy shit around here, <laughs> and the fans are chanting cowboy shit like they were. You know that if you feel it and you're fired up and it means something, yeah, man, dropping a shit, dropping some cussing, <laughs> I can just see Ted really can help. Like, yeah, cowboy shit, <laughs> cowboy shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, on his buffalo farm. Take advantage of the fact that if they're allowed to be four, PG four or TV fourteen and WWE's PG, take mm. advantage of it for sure. You know, don't do it too much, but uh, you know they they be do maybe have a match with a little bit of blood right now, yeah. just to tell a different story. Don't do it again for a few months, yeah, yeah. But you know, something different. Make, uh, make it keep it something different, like every now and then. Like, I think we can agree that they definitely do. They present it both presentation wise and production wise. They present it differently, and I think there's a lot of creativity that's different, yeah. which is good. Different isn't always better. Mm. An Orange Cassidy character is 
different. Mm-hmm. And I will say this, and the I can't remember who the best friends were wrestling, but there's this one spot where he just kind of comes out of nowhere where he climbs up the rope and does the dive with the hands in the pocket. Mm-hmm. That gave me that made me do a <laughs> you know, a little chuckle. Like because it just was so goddamn random. <laughs> like where like, okay, all right, okay. Um, but then as a whole like, all right, here's a character that's completely fucking different, unlike anything you've ever seen before. I, As it stands, I don't like it, but also explain why. Why is this guy, you know, too cool for school that he doesn't give a shit? And yeah. He's, you know, because I, in, in... Yeah, honestly, I know nothing about him. You know, I know and, nothing about if, him. Yeah, and if you listen to, to a Jim Cornette where if everything doesn't apply to what would be a real fight, he hates it. But I can't agree that if I'm a contracted professional wrestler... Where the idea is these wins and losses matter, right? Mm-hmm. And you want to win your matches and become a champion and you know, maybe make more money. What, what would possess me to go in there and obviously throw kicks that aren't going to hurt you? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not, not like, it's not like, oh, it's a psychological mind game for him. You know, maybe do that once or twice. And the guy goes to fucking kill him. And then he ducks it. And then he actually hits a really big fucking kick. Okay. Maybe now he's luring him in. Like, no, he just kind of does it to do it. Not only that, but, uh, I mean, how do you buy it into any of that? You know what I mean? Especially in a thing where wins and losses matter. Exactly. Like And, uh, and the opponent, the person losing to someone like that. Doesn't help him at all. Bullshit. You're going you're gonna to be buried in the sand. Yeah. So but like you said, when they have to constantly be squash matches. It's people that you don't give a fuck yeah. about. Or you're just going to bury someone. Like. like, you can always explain a character. Or, you know, or even... A, a wins and losses matter, and here's you know uh, the equivalent of a cane that's just a monster. Like, well, wins and losses matter, but not for this guy. He just wants to hurt people. That's yeah. his. Like, okay, I buy it. Like, I'm with you. But wins and losses matter. So hypothetically, we were all contracted professional wrestlers. We want to win all of our matches. We want to be higher on the card, make more money. Orange Cassidy obviously does not. Mm. So why? You know what I mean? There has to be something why or, or else it's just making everything else look stupid. Yeah, they, they need to they need to tell us more about just him. Just something. Anything, like some sort of origin. Something, yeah. yeah. Some reason why. Maybe he like got into a car accident <laughs> and he was never the same after that. He just has everything is in delusion. slow motion for him. Yeah. yeah. I I don't know. Some, I mean, even though that, yeah, that sounds kind of silly. What you just said, that's something. Yeah, that's anything. Which that's, is more than we have no right worse now. Worse than fucking Kane and his ex girlfriend at the prom and Triple H. Like <laughs> we had a little come to you, and I, you know, I love that because I was, I'm picturing like. Kane at a like at a high school party with his mask on, like cutting a rug. Somebody, and I have a little uh, too much to drink, and uh... <laughs> I don't I don't know if this was for Halloween or what, but I saw somebody dressed up as. As Kane had the mask and everything, but then they had a zombie girlfriend too, and they like posed for like prom photos and shit together. So Kane and Katie Vick. But, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, we've we've been on AEW a lot. Uh, we we both talked about. It. I guess we yeah, don't watch. An hour of AEW. Woo! We don't watch NXT as intently um, because we don't have to. I mm. mean, just being honest, we know what we're getting out of that. It's gonna be it's good. And when I do turn it over. They are. It's it's good. Moro Ronaldo is still a fucking man. Oh yeah, he's the best announcer out of every, any of these shows. Every time I watch like any kind of old UFC like compilations and stuff on YouTube, and I hear Moro, I was like, oh, it's Moro. Moro's Moro's one of the so last golden good. voices in pro wrestling. And he's there calling it, just doing a great job. The Undisputed Era is just an awesome stable. It's everything a heel stable should be. Yeah. Uh, you know, and they again we mentioned they do have some squash matches. They do have they have good women's matches. You know. 
there's there's a lot to like about NXT right now, but uh, again, this it feels less urgent to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So what do you want to uh, you want to cover next, man? You want to cover you know we we there was the debut of of Fox, you know the SmackDown on Fox, which I and, and kind of a reboot for Raw as well, which I think it is. It's looking and feeling a little more fresh. Yeah. Um, they resplit the rosters again, so I think it's gonna take a little bit of because on those hard resets, it takes a little while to kind of build everything back up. And plus, they did a hard reset. Plus a pause to get into Saudi Arabia. Yeah. You know, the Saudi Arabia shows are always kind of weird because it feels like it's a pause on what the, where they really want to go, but they got to build those shows up enough. You know, the Team Hogan versus Team Flair and things like that. And they always seem sudden. Like, it always, they yeah. start building that up out of nowhere. Yeah. It's like they, they almost kill certain. Well, they brought in, well they, well, they killed Kofi Kingston yeah. to do it. Oh, yeah. Kofi's. Kofi's dead. He's dead. He's big. He's six feet under. And, and I don't even think the match itself killed him. As much as the, you know, because he jumped at Brock. Brock just caught him, planted him one, two, three. Okay, to Brock. Okay, but the question there was never ever the question of well, what does Kofi do next because they brought in Cain Velasquez literally right after that. Yep. So no, nobody cared what Kofi. Kofi went right back to just smiling along with a new day. And, I mean, I don't blame anybody for not caring at that point because what was he doing? Nothing. He was just holding the title. He was. somebody else got he it. He was. And with the Fox deal, you which I guess Lesnar's going to be on Raw again. But with the Fox deal, you would assume you'd want, you know, the, one of the most recognizable, legitimate athletes on top of all that yeah. as the champion. Makes a lot of sense. I think Fox has a hard-on for The Fiend, though. You think so? They wanted The Fiend. That's, that's why. Because everybody was speculating, well, now, how what, Raw has, or... What, no, SmackDown has both champs now? That's not going to make yeah. any sense? Well, obviously, one of them was going somewhere, yeah. and I didn't think it was going to be... They storylined it to make sure Lesnar was, you know, he wants to go and kill Ray. So. Yeah. So, uh, so Fox has a hard-on for the Fiend character? I think so. I think they love that guy. I think I think they think he's their hottest thing going well, right let's now. Let's just go ahead and transition this into talking about, well, both the Hell in the Cell debacle i guess is really what it could be called so bad and then what do we just feel on the fiend altogether so just start with start with hell in the cell and you know as we're watching it what's your opinion as you watch that go down like obviously the the seth and and bray Wyatt. yeah the seth and bray Wyatt match itself at first i'm like okay this is kind of okay where's they gonna go with this i'm not hating it like Mm -hmm. they're wrestling I always wondered what the Fiend would be like in the ring, and we had seen him with Finn Balor. Was it was the only match that he, the Fiend has had at SummerSlam? Yeah, yeah. And which didn't not too much happen. I if I remember anything, that was kind of, that was pr- fairly quick. Yeah, which is what it probably should have been. Yeah, at that point. Yeah, um, I think at that time too, he hadn't quite figured out what the Fiend character was in the ring, probably. Mm-hmm. Not only that, but he was having mask problems and shit. Like on the one Raw or whatever, his shit got botched because his mask broke. And they just laid there and it went black and shit. But um, the match started out all right. They got the weapons in there. I wasn't hating the match until and until everything started to happen. All this stuff yeah. started coming in the ring. He was Once something misses you and you grab it and put it over you, this is not good anymore. <laughs> yeah. Uh, something like that's either bad production with a camera angle or something. Yeah. Like they botched the camera angle too, where you clearly saw that the chair wasn't even on his fucking head when Seth hit him with the shit. Yeah. Uh, I forgot where I was going with all that, but it was, that's where it all started going downhill, especially when he grabbed it and put him, I hate it. I hate seeing that. Yeah. Them grabbing something and putting it over top of themselves. 
and it and it all just hit broke through the fucking ceiling when uh they disqualified him for hitting him with a sledgehammer. Yeah. In a in a no DQ match. They booked themselves into a corner. Yeah. They booked themselves into but a like corner they of were what they're fully gonna do. aware that they were booking themselves yeah. Oh into yeah, yeah, hundred percent. We knew there's gonna be a screwy finish because you couldn't you couldn't beat the fiend yet, or else all this didn't mean anything. But exactly. it didn't really feel like it was time for him to win the title, which I mean of course he ended up doing so. Um I didn't it was a, it was a way for him to win and not win. Yeah, I didn't hate I don't think I even hate it as much as anybody else, everybody else did because I at least kind of bought into the idea of Seth Rollins basically being in a real life horror movie and how do you kill this monster? You know what I mean? Like that's what it felt like. Like no, the, I, I like you couldn't get angle. away from the monster and like what can I do to kill the monster? You know, no, I, I bought the angle. I just it was the execution wasn't poorly. Yeah, I, I, I'm with poorly. you on that. It, even what they did, if executed correctly, could have worked. Mm-hmm. Like it just. The right camera angles. Don't accidentally cut to an angle where you clearly see that Seth is not going to hit him with that sledgehammer. Right. Like, the if Seth's hitting the chair, it's not hitting Bray Wyatt. The right. chair wasn't even on Bray Wyatt, right. but the at the right angle, it would have totally appeared that sure. way. Sure. They just fucked that up completely. I think they said they booked themselves in the corner. Not only that match, I think they just booked themselves in the, to a corner period because this Fiend character is so fresh. There hasn't been anything like it. I mean, since really Bray Wyatt came out in the first place, and it's the same guy completely just reinventing himself, but with the split personality and with this character, it, it is. It's so you're very, very intrigued to see what he does next to where they booked themselves in this corner because the first thing he's doing is 20 minute matches. Mm. No, yeah. just no, 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 no. Yeah, it should be him fucking killing everybody. There's, you know. You know, kill a Heath Slater. Like, I mean, and he's and he's going to, you know, he's, he's getting over in the segments and stuff, you know, and taking out the legends of the Mandible Claw. So he's getting over that. But, like, no, I mean, you know, and I guess Heath Slater's the bottom of the barrel, but, like, you know, somebody's in between. A ricochet. Well, he could afford to come back from it, you know. Yeah. Where, you know, like, have him beat people in three, four minutes for a while and building it to where it is. It's finally against a Seth or whoever the biggest champion is where how, you know... Now we really believe it. Like, man, this guy could be the champion. He, yeah. he cannot be stopped. But it it completely killed Seth Rollins because it should have been Seth. Five, you know, it could if they did this in five six minutes. Seth is finally getting finally fighting back, and he hits that stomp. I got him. Turn around. One no sell. Finish done. Yeah. That's it. hitting fifteen of your finishes and not stomping. It's just fucking stupid. Yeah, yeah. There's it goes against everything, every last bit of pro wrestling logic, which rules are made to be broken. You know what I mean? Like if you know, no, like no selling as a whole. I don't really like, but sometimes you see it where you no sell the finish. You rah, every once in a while, we're like, holy fuck, look at yeah. No, no, taking fifteen finishes on yeah. the on the floor and everything in between. Yeah. It that spits in the face of all logic and that logic is there for a reason because it's worked yeah. for so so long and this isn't working the character's still awesome but in the ring it, it, i mean i i watched all of crown jewel and i thought it was by far the best one they've ever done oh i agree yeah for sure that match was horrible yeah. it's just because it, when you hit the finish on the floor and he gets back up you every single match builds to a finish right to yeah. the finisher well, he hits it three minutes in on the floor and he gets back up. Well, I don't, well, I don't want to watch anymore. Yeah. I just don't. What else are you going to do now? And they went on and on and on and on and on. That's a good point. I didn't think of it like that. Like, yeah, because I, I kind of liked the no selling, but he has 
it's gone way too far, especially too in far. that match. He was basically no-selling the entire match. Yeah. Like, he should have dominated the first good mm-hmm. portion of the match. Seth came back for a little bit, then pulled that shit off. Yeah. Trying to finish him, and then, in the end, not. You yeah. You know what I mean? That's, like... I agree. I, I also... The lighting thing, I think, is weird. I yeah. think it's cool, but, like... Give us a little bit more visibility. It would be cool again for the three or four minutes of just nonstop action, yeah, crash, crash, long, crash, crash. Going out in the crowd and shit didn't help Mm-mm, either. Nope. Uh, uh, in the hell in the cell going on forever. That By the time you're, you're starting to maybe get impatient for other reasons, that the match isn't that great and all the no-selling, well, now the light's on top of it. Mm. just makes you more anxious. It makes you more annoyed. That's not the emotions you should be feeling yeah. In a main event, you it was, know, when you're watching a main event wrestling show, you should be... For me, it, it was like watching that one episode of Game of Thrones in the last season where you couldn't see the anything darkness, going on. Right, yeah. It was so smoky and shit. Which that was maybe made to make you feel a little more anxious, to sit, be with the characters, you, you know? Yeah, give me like, the like uh, I guess that kind of goes along with the Bray Wyatt gimmick, but still, I don't like it. No, I already, no. I already have anxiety. I don't want you to give me Yeah, more. no, it's, that's not what we're here for. Yeah. Not because not that's live entertainment. Yeah. It's live entertainment as opposed to watching a program that's, that's trying to really put you into an environment. In, in the cage, it was a little easier. Mm-hmm. I mean, you had you had like an area. You had a backdrop, too, for it, for the light to reflect off. So you could see a lot more going on in there. Yeah. But once once they went out to the crowd, that's kind of where it all died for me. I just, I still think, I mean, it's the way they positioned the Fiend character. And now here's the thing about Bray Wyatt, too. I don't think Bray Wyatt has ever been a bad wrestler, but he's also never been known to have 15, 20-minute classics. No. And with this character, it's just worse. It's not. Yeah, he's the ultimate Warrior got exposed because as he was building up as a babyface, it was all just bang, 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 crush, 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 destroy you. Well, now all of a sudden you're the heavyweight champion, and he has to wrestle like Hulk Hogan did. Hulk Hogan was really good at taking punishment from the big bad villains, and then hulking up, punch, 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 kick, boot, you know, yeah. leg drop. He's great at that. So they tried to do the same formula with the Warrior, and the Warrior wasn't meant for that. He wasn't it's, meant to go out there for 15 minutes with a guy. Same with Goldberg. Goldberg got exposed big time by the time he actually had to have lengthy matches. Wasn't good. They, just, we wanted, they wanted to see you kill him. They wanted to see you spear and jackhammer him. Like, well, you're in the main event, so we got to give you at least 10 plus minutes, right? Yeah. We didn't want that. We wanted, yeah. we didn't want a nine less than that. We wanted one. <laughs> well, we wanted a spear and a fucking jackhammer and kicking him, kicking somebody in the fucking head, because that's yeah. what Goldberg would do. Uh, you're absolutely right. And so right now with The Fiend, we if he has to be in the ring, we, we don't. We don't want to see a regular wrestling match. And if we, there's going to be some no-selling stuff like that, we it only needs to be a couple minutes worth. Yeah. No-selling and finishes for 10, 15 minutes. 20, 20 was the Saudi Arabia match. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, they... The Saudi Arabia... Although it probably was the best thing they, they've done in Saudi Arabia yet. Uh, they they kind of always overdo it with in Saudi Arabia. Always. Uh, I mean, look at Tyson Fury and Braun Strowman. Yeah. That match should have been done in like two minutes. Yeah. If that. Yeah. For sure. I mean, you want to get your money's worth, you know, because I'm sure they paid Fury a ton. Yeah. But so I mean, get a two minute worth. good match from Tyson Fury and Braun Strowman is well worth the money. Sure. And we still look back to that, the Goldberg Lesnar match from WrestleMania. Uh, not 20, <laughs> but the yeah. one a couple years ago. Yeah. Yeah. As being awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It was the, four the minutes. The final one. The final one. It was yeah. four minutes. All finishers, all nonstop action. Fuck yeah. 
Exactly what we needed. Mm-hmm. We don't need we don't need psych, you know psych. Well, there is psychology and just hitting each other with everything you got back and forth like a, just a slugfest. There is psychology in that it doesn't need to have a, lots of ups and downs and hills and drama. If it's all good, if it's all direct action, yeah, Fury and Strowman could have been that. Lesnar and Velasquez was actually I mean it was two minutes. It got in and out of there, but it was an entertaining two minutes. Uh, uh, yeah, honestly, it controversial wasn't how much they maybe squashed what Velasquez could be, but. I was entertained by the the segment itself. Yeah, I, I okay, especially especially being put next to the Braun Strowman and Tyson Fury match. The Kane Velasquez and Brock Lesnar match was surprisingly as good as I thought it was going to be, if not slightly better. Yeah, like I was, I didn't think it was great, but I mean, I it was what I thought. I thought well, they were going to have a yeah. hard sparring match, yeah. which is basically what yeah. they did. Into, and they even even the commentators built it well. Like saying, mm-hmm. like, well, Cain Velasquez isn't much of a submission guy, but... Yeah, he's a striker. He's they got they the basically speed set yeah. you up yep. for him to be submitted. Yeah. Like, I, it was well, exec- well done. way well executed for it being the first match from Cain Velasquez. And you know, I knew going in that the Mansoor versus uh, Cesaro match, I knew that'd be good, because Cesaro is that guy... To take a green kid that has talent. The, yeah, the Mansoor yeah. guy has talent. I'm not, he's not a scrub. But Cesaro could get everything out of him. And then to be in, you know, that environment, which, you know, Saudi Arabia and everything, the whole shit that went down over there is fucking crazy. Yeah. But so, the, you know, mostly civilians and stuff to see with their hometown, you know, their home country guy. There's never been a Saudi wrestling star like that. Uh, you know, it was a big, big moment. I think the girls was a big, big moment. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Dude. yeah. I actually, that was actually a really good match too. Like it was a classic wrestling yep. match. Yep. And I liked that. I mean, I don't know how much I like it really, but I did like that they were both like respectable. They treated it as a big moment. Yeah. Like, like the, Lacey Evans Lacey has been Evans a good heel, heel on TV. It wasn't necessary for this. No, match no, no. Yet. Like I, I was actually very happy with how it went down. Like, they made it a historical thing and not a storyline thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Which it, it should cool. be. I mean, they looked like there was women in the crowd with genuine excitement yeah. and happiness, you know, to see it. Uh they're it was like, very well respected by the entire crowd, which it really, all of that being said, makes it even more of a shame on all the nonsense that seemed to happen, you know, getting out of the country and things like that. Yeah. Which yeah. I don't know how much you've read. And, and of course, right now it's still kind of speculation, but obviously they didn't get out of the country in time. No. To get and back to the States to film SmackDown. Then that, yeah, that's why certain things happened on SmackDown. Which, we'll, which we'll, we'll talk about that SmackDown as we get towards Survivor Series. But, it, I mean, they're hearing maybe money issues. And they're saying, that, you know, when you get basically held up hostage in a foreign land, it's an international incident. Yeah. Like, well, yeah, cause I, it'll be on. I, I highly doubt there'll be another show in Saudi Arabia after all of that. That's yeah, that's pretty fucked up. Because uh, from what I hear, it was a it was a money issue. Vince, that like for some reason, I could be wrong. Don't quote me on this, but I thought they actually hadn't been paid for the last show. Yeah. Something like and that. They, like, You're going to give me my fucking money before we do this. Yeah, and Vince actually held the show for like 45 minutes. It didn't start yeah. for 45 minutes. So I don't know what happened in that 45 minutes, but the which show eventually you get, started. Which again, here in the States, you know, no, I'm not going to go back to work until you pay me for the job I just did. That's, yeah. That shit happens. No, for sure. They're dealing Vince with is the, old school. They're dealing with the foreign government in, uh, in the Middle East. They're uh, dealing with the king of, that is known for... Military unrest, yeah. Doing like, some fucking yeah. crazy shit. 
So the, this is a real life international incident. So you would be at the point now where you can't blame the the wrestlers, even though I know they make good money doing these shows. Yeah, a lot of them were pissed. A lot of them didn't go. Don't go now because of the things and you know the unrest and with with Saudi Arabia. Yeah, it's if they came to them again, going, hey, we're going to do another show over there in April. Most there's gonna be a lot of guys be like, no, yeah, we we almost got stuck there. It was kind of terrifying. Yeah, man. for sure, for sure. Then you're right. That's a good way to put it. Like they were, they were kind of being held hostage, dude. In a way, they were more or less. Whether it was I mean, in like a, in a four was, star hotel, whether shit, it was but. money or anything else, they were they were being held there against their will because they wanted to go home. Yeah. So I mean, I wouldn't want to be there. No. For any long either. period of time, even in like a five star hotel, you know what I mean. Yeah, and, well, the five star hotel, but you're under military, you know. The, yeah, it's not the, like you can go the out government. Shit, the government's yeah. in there. Yeah, their government is the one putting on the show. They could come and do whatever they want at any point in time. That has to. You're not free over there. No, no. Uh, they're freer than they used to be. But yeah, they're still not free. No. Um, well, that being said, man, it did. It led to SmackDown, which who knows if there was any anticipation of doing some of this stuff anyways because. Uh, Survivor Series is being built as Raw versus SmackDown versus NXT. Yeah. But, you know, with everybody being over there stuck, they had to bring NXT. Uh, they, they might pretty much all on, the notable guys on the roster up. They, I I, uh, I didn't realize that that's what they were doing for Survivor. I didn't know that they threw NXT mm-hmm. in there. Yeah. But uh, now that I know that, it would make me think that they probably did plan on doing something similar, just maybe not this soon. Not that soon or not as much. I mean, led to an Adam Cole, Daniel Bryan match, which is almost 30 minutes. Yeah. Which, again, as we talk about AEW maybe taking the easy route and booking, this was the necessary route with WWE. Their entire roster is stuck over on the other yeah. side of the ocean still. Yeah, that's. So, I think that's why it probably happened. Adam I mean, Cole and Daniel Bryan are here. Just let them go half hour, there's man. There's usually Let's... a SmackDown on Raw attack of the other show every uh-huh. year. Right. So, of course, I thought if I would have known that NXT was involved, I would have assumed that NXT would have done that to one right. or the other or both shows. Uh, it's still late. We got Monday Night Raw tonight. But I, a they probably didn't plan on doing it Friday. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're probably like, fuck it, let's do it tonight. You know? I mean, there was a Miz TV segment advertised with Bray Wyatt. Obviously, it didn't happen because, you know, Bray wasn't there. Mm. Um, yeah, and, you know, you got Bray beating Seth for the title. You obviously would want him to be on TV. Like, you know, they didn't have the opportunity. Uh, but it ended up being a fun show. Yeah, wasn't I, mean, it? I mean, I mean, I as much as I would have liked to see what Bray Wyatt being on Miz TV would have been like, I liked seeing Tampa interrupt it. Sure. Without a doubt, I was I was sad to not see Gargano there though. That would have been the guy you figured, you know, if they would have brought him in maybe to wrestle Sami Zayn as opposed to Sami Zayn having that segment, which was still an entertaining segment. Sami's doing a really good job of being a chicken shit heel right now. Um, And they had Matt Riddle and Keith Lee lay him out, but that would have been a good spot, yeah, for having Gargano versus you know, because both those guys have been known as the heart and souls of NXT, as Sami had said, and Sami was he was the top babyface there. And, you know, of course, he could do that kind of tongue-in-cheek against Gargano. And Sammy's never been at that level level ever again. <laughs> no, it is sad because he's so sad. stinking good. I love Sammy Zane for Huge so Sammy Zane fan. Me and Josh seeing him versus uh, our boy Sean Spears, Ty Dillinger, yeah. uh, at the Agora in Cleveland. Um, oh, okay. And the whole crowd in unison was singing the, oh. Oh, I would have been too. Like for minutes after the song was done, and then the Ole Ole chants were going on, and I mean it was multiple multiple minutes of Sammy just kind of taking it all in. Like, dude was over, very 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 popular. For sure, for sure. I loved Sammy back in the NXT days. 
Yeah, man, that, he had some awesome stuff in NXT, and this the character itself was over. It is it's a shame how much they're kind of missing, you know. And and he's not the only guy they've missed with bringing up. Um, but with what they have going on now, there's no reason why he can't pop up back in NXT. Yeah, it's kind of fun I mean, if in that Finn sense. Balor's back there, I wouldn't be surprised if Sami Zayn no. was back there. He could go back as a heel or go back as a babyface. Finn Balor was treated almost as a top guy there for he was a contender for the title of many he was the first universal, universal champion title. oh they brought him and in to get the big push he did have a couple pushes after that and had title shots sure. at least two more after yeah that. yeah so, so so him being back at nxt is a big deal and they they have that at their disposal if for some reason AEW gets incredibly hot they're just they're just firing all cylinders and they're tripling you know the ratings of nxt they could fucking always call John Cena. They could always, you know, Randy That's Orton true. could show up one week and RKO Adam Cole and go, oh, fuck. John Cena would be a shocker, though, because he's yeah. like the company man. Yeah. Even to this day, he's a company man. So that would be pretty surprising. If, Randy Orton, though, he's... He's kind of a no bullshit kind of guy. I'd be like, "Fuck them for a, a year." Yeah, yeah and then no, go back. That's, that's true, but I mean, imagine Adam Cole beating somebody in the main event, celebrating, and seeing his music hits and comes out of the AA, and you know there might be a Cena versus Adam Cole match down the line. Yeah, we're hooked. See, you know what I want? You're watching next week to see what John Cena, did, you know, and they could do that really anytime they want. What I would love to see is Luke Harper in AEW. And being a fucking monster killer. Just yeah. killing motherfuckers. Yeah. A top guy. I love Luke Harper. Fucking love that guy. I do too. And, and he is he is like surprisingly better than they than they let him be. Like when he does pull some stuff off, he does some good shit. He does it convincingly, yeah. And this is now here's the thing. This is where we gotta be careful that they don't turn into the next TNA because guys from the WWE that aren't being utilized well, like a like a Luke Harper could and should want to go to AEW and get paid good money, which they'll get paid better than probably what TNA did. Uh, you know, have national TV exposure and then hopefully get positioned into a good position to where they're being utilized at their best. But you don't want to have it to where it looks like there's just a bunch of WWF cast off cast offs. No, I, like I Ty that. Dillinger is, which has been on, I think one episode of the TV show and has been gone. I'm not impressed because he's not fucking great. Oh, now yeah. this is the thing. I'm not comparing Ty Dillinger to Luke Harper, but if you're in the eyes of a casual fan where you're going, well, yeah, I know who he was. He was in WWE and he wasn't very good. He wasn't anything. Luke special. Harper, you know, has gotten more of a run than Ty Dillinger has, but he's still never been positioned as yeah. a top guy. So you would have to come. Jack Swagger wasn't either. No, no, Jack no. Swagger's being positioned more as his legitimate MMA thing than he was for his for his but wrestling. He, Jack Swagger has that on his side. He went and made yeah. a name for himself right. outside. And they're utilizing that even more so than like, oh, he's a former WWE guy. Um, so they brought in Luke Harper, brought him in right, brought him in correctly. Yeah, that would be awesome for them, and that for would sure. have my interest. Build him up. Um, but you can't just bring in a guy because they got released or got the end of their contract. Want to, you know? They can't just scoop up everybody. Oh no, that's what TNA uh, did. They just got everybody. They go, he was in the WWE. Look, and it's like, we we well, did. Yeah, we saw him over there. And we're he's not here there's anymore. There's a reason he's not there. He's not there anymore. anymore. Yeah, yeah, the guys that are in WWE are better now. I don't really want to watch him. No, you know, not over for here. sure. And that's what AEW has to be careful doing. You know, there there will be talent available. Don't just bring him in for the sake of bringing him in. I feel like that's what absolutely happened with. Sean Spears, Ty Dillinger, it's Cody's friend. Mm. He got a job because he's his buddy and not necessarily 
not not because then I'm not gonna say he's untalented, but he didn't he didn't get the job because people were excited to see what he does next. That's no. just it just didn't happen. He got the job because he was in the right place at the right time and yeah. he buds with the yeah. EVP. A, a lot of those guys have jobs because they're they're buds with the EVPs and that's not great either. No. You no. know. Get a job as an enhancement guy or something like that, sure. Yeah, they can get a payday and be a, those guys to make somebody look good. But just because your buddies with them doesn't necessarily mean you're a draw going to make them any money. No, not at all. Not at all. You know who they should hire? Wilbur Whitlock. Wilbur Whitlock? Yeah. He should get in there as creative. I'm yeah. telling you. This creative, the creative juices are flowing right now. Uh, my, can... body, my body doesn't have the bumps in me anymore like these guys are taking. I'll oh, tell I... you that now. <laughs> I guess you'd know better than that. No, I do. trust me, I do. My body does. I just had a pretty nice, easy, safe match this last Saturday, and I'm still sore. Nah. Uh, yeah. Uh, to keep up the pace that they do, I don't quite have it. But... I do. I mean, I know a thing or two about wrestling. I also know about being a fan. I've been a fan my entire life. I can tell you the things that I like and things that I don't, but I can at least give you a reason why things work and things don't. AEW isn't immune to it. We're sitting here talking about, you know, with the whole fiend angle, how many things are going wrong, and, and including no selling 15, 10, 15 finishers is a reason why you don't do it. This yeah. is why you build to that. Once you've established that's not going to work. Well, what the fuck do I care? Yeah. You know? Uh, so yeah, they, they, I'll take some of that con money. <laughs> con Get, money. Give me where the fuck Jim Ross is God. making. Cause he ain't helping that fucking product. No. Wow. Still sucks. And you want to get red assed about that JR? You can get red assed about it. You suck right now. You were the, you used to be the man. Dude, and here's the thing: some of that stuff would be hard to promote and and put over in a serious fashion. I get it, yeah. but you can like sense Jim Ross being just cranky about dumb shit sometimes. But, but yeah, he's kind of the cranky old man at this point. He's definitely got there, like even like like with the Seth Rollins thing. Like he's even snapping back. Like I think Jim Ross. 20 years ago would have just been like oh, whatever and yeah, just went about yeah. his life a little more diplomatic know? wouldn't have made a t-shirt not as not as it. fun but a little more diplomatic yeah, yeah. and uh it's his job to go out there and put over the product that they're they're putting on TV, and I don't think he does a great job. I, I could so I could I could take Jim Ross money. I, I can, will say this. Uh, I don't know if Josh Griffiths is watching or would agree with me on this, but I can't remember what's it. Justin Roberts, Justin. Yeah, the ring announcer. Getting a little, he's a little more excited these days. He gets yeah, into a little bit, a little bit more. Must, I think he's watching. Maybe he might be watching, That's taking notes case. and listening. Ref Aubrey. What's up, girl? <laughs> Ref Aubrey's still maybe one of the better parts of that show. Dude, Ref Aubrey she, is so fucking good. Like I said, she sells better than the young boys. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's not hard. But she's. I want a poster <laughs> of her doing that when yeah. she was so shocked at what was uh, it? The, uh, the Paige and uh, Jericho match. I'm yeah, pretty sure. yeah, yeah. Man, I want a poster yeah. of that or something. Yeah. But. Yeah, Ref Aubrey is one of the best parts of the either program right now. They even chant yeah. her name. She comes out. Yeah, like it's, she should have an entrance. I would think if she doesn't. No, if they start making it a thing, then it becomes a thing, and then they can turn against the thing, and then all of a sudden you just lost your. All of a sudden she's a wrestler. <laughs> she's probably the best female wrestler on the roster. It wouldn't be hard either. Oh shit, I'd, I'd go for it. <laughs> I'd go for it. So how are we feeling, man? How much? How much footage we give these folks this week? We got uh, just one in an hour and twenty, but there's probably like. A minute or so of Us Walter at Walt. barking. That yeah, I'll probably have to cut. Out. Yeah, yeah, but that's still not too bad, man. I think we covered quite a bit here, yeah, and, yeah. and uh and and we'll we'll come back around to it again. It's only been one month of AEW, so we'll come back around to it again. Well, there's going to be some fallout 
from the Saudi Arabia show. There's going to be it's going to take some more time to get these rosters established for Raw and SmackDown right now. Um, as it stands right now, like I don't know about you, it's tough to get excited about Raw or SmackDown. There's just and, and again, and when they book those Saudi Arabia shows, it feels like it's like everything has to stop. Get that out of the way. Yeah, it's like it's yeah, the, and then you go back to it. But and sometimes they don't even go back to what they were doing before. They just start all over. Well, so it's and, almost like a pause. And they're they're kind of starting fresh with this, you know, the Survivor Series angle, which I'm intrigued by. No, you no, know? It's, a, it's a good way to start, I guess. Uh, yeah, I, I am intrigued by as it stands. So, so I'm on board. You know, uh, again, we we did we kind of broke down and uh, picked out a lot of the flaws, but in reality, it's a very exciting time to be a wrestling fan. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, Raw and SmackDown both have new coats of paint on them. Even NXT uh, kind of got a little bit of a spruce up, and then you have a brand new promotion out there that uh, does have a, has a, there's a lot of potential. There's a lot of good players involved, but there's a lot of work to be done, and it, it might be. I think it'll be fun to be along for the ride. No, it's exciting. It's 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 like imagine if we were this age when the Monday Night Wars were just beginning. Yeah, you know I, and, I mean? and with I mean it's it's hard to compare those two, but like internet and with, and I know it. I mentioned this like when we when you and I was actually listening to Eric Bischoff's podcast today where they're talking about the Eddie Guerrero versus Rey Mysterio match from Halloween Havoc '97. Mm. It was so far ahead of its time. There's nothing else like it. Yeah. Nowadays we are we are very spoiled in the sense that we get a lot of spectacular matches on a weekly basis anymore. You're right. You're right. Which it's a is different time. Cool. So. You have to give us something different to keep our interest and to ultimately get our money. You're right, dude. I mean, when you have this much history at this point, what haven't you seen at this point? It's difficult. It's an uphill task. It's it's almost like you have to reboot matches. Yeah. Like, like Like, what if... Imagine if they decided to just completely recreate the Survivor Series... I think it was Survivor Series... Uh ladder match between Razor Ramon and Shawn Michaels. Well, it was WrestleMania was the original. Was it WrestleMania? Yeah. Okay. And then it was, uh, then they had a rematch at SummerSlam. Right. But yeah. SummerSlam. Yeah. That's where, okay. Yeah. The SS. That's what yeah. it is. Not yeah. to be Nazis yeah. or anything. <laughs> but, um, uh, I knew it was an SS. But, uh, it's, uh, it's like, they could probably do that. You could do what's old is new the again. audience wouldn't yeah. even catch it. Yeah. There is. There, what's old can be new again. Um, you know, give one example as, as we start to wrap up. But like, you know, a lot of that Southern style wrestling can you can look back and you look at the matches and it's just a lot of brawn. It's not necessarily the most exciting, but what was exciting was the level of intensity that made it feel like the, the feuds were real. And the example that Jim Cornette mentioned was, you know, you wouldn't have to necessarily do this to the T, but what was a really cool angle was. There was Ronnie Garvin and Jimmy Garvin, right? And they were the Garvin brothers. Well, Ronnie Garvin was a babyface and Jimmy Garvin was a heel. So they just kind of stayed separate because they didn't necessarily have to be against each other because they, were, you know, everybody knew, hey, and they weren't real life, but still the fans were like, well, they are brothers, but one guy is the good guy, one guy is the bad guy. They're not going to fight each other, but one guy's good, one guy's a dick. Yeah. Well, Cornette and the Midnight Express uh, threw a fireball at Ronnie Garvin. Yeah, which is a big, big deal back in those days. So they got the fire, the fire, the fire, and Jimmy Garvin runs out and be like, you know, what the fuck, man? Because, hey, even though I'm maybe a dickhead and he's a good guy, that's my brother. You lit my brother's face on fire. This is this yeah. is fucked up. So then the segment then after had him, instead of just, you know, going to the back, going, oh, what happens next? No, you lit my brother on fire. So Jimmy Garvin goes and kicks.
kicks in the heel locker room door because back then they had heel and babyface locker rooms. Yeah, yeah. Kicks in the door. Jim Cornette's sitting in the chair all ha-ha and Jimmy starts beating the fuck out of him. And all the other heels are going, you know, well, whoa, because, you know, I guess if all the heels are friends, whoa, no, no, you got to stop. And Jimmy just can't stop beating the shit out of him <laughs> because he lit his brother on fire. Yeah, yeah. Well, now you turned him, which is good. That's how you turn a guy babyface. And that felt fucking real yeah, yeah. In, in an era where it's hard to do. It's hard to do. You know, Cody and MJF kind of have to blur those lines. Even though MJF is, he's a heel on TV. And Cody's a good guy on TV. But we all know that you guys are best friends because in social media and everything like that, we could tell that we are. Yeah. So then ultimately it's going to be the, oh, I turned on you because. Just like the, the Sean Spears thing was. But it's still a pro wrestling angle. Yeah. It's still just, it's very by the numbers pro wrestling. Nothing's really new. Nothing's exciting. Yeah. Um, and I think it can be done. I think we got to kind of think outside the box a little bit. I My booking philosophy right now, which I'm not booking anything, but if I was, I like the idea of organized chaos. Because I feel like a lot of matches and segments are always the same thing where, you know, all right, the heels are beating down the, the baby face and more baby faces running with a chair and the heels get out of the ring and the baby face is standing there with that chair, you know, come on. Yeah. And well, we're not going to give them that fight. And Which that makes they sense. They win without winning. Yeah, so. that makes sense. We're not going to maybe give you the fight because we want to see it. But you know what? Why doesn't the baby face just say, fuck this shit? Like, I'm just standing in a ring and you're standing out there. Go out there and start waffling him with the fucking yeah. chair. They run away, run after him and hit him a couple times. And then you can have maybe security finally like, you know, break that up so that you're not giving too much away. I did. I like that AEW segment of Jericho and his guys up in locking the luxury but locking the door, punching it in. MJF yeah. Scarf. Yeah. Punching it in. Like just going, No, I'm gonna come up there and fucking fight you. And it didn't last too long, you know, it just it was enough to be like, No, fuck this shit. I'm gonna come up and fight you. I wanna fist fight you. No, 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 that is nice. That was a great segment. Yeah. I don't think they needed to bring all the guys out individually like that. It took a little long to get there. Like, yeah, you know, that's nitpicking. But that was a cool segment. That felt different. That felt fun. For sure. It felt real. It felt, it felt real. Yeah. In an era where it's hard to do so. Like we're almost like they were just like, This is what we're gonna do. Don't really know how we're gonna do it, but just do it. No, but and just they, just get there to where there is a fight, yeah. an actual fight, and we'll break it up quick. But we want get to the point where you're getting to that fight because that it, it's a, that's what gives it that that chaos to the organ. It's organized, organized, an organized chaos. But like the fact that nobody really knows what anybody's gonna do, that's what gives it that chaotic real effect. Because as we watched the end of that MCW DVD, where he just everybody ran out of the back to start fighting for no reason. Kev Shasta did that a lot. Yeah. That wasn't organized chaos. That was just chaos. And chaos <laughs> can be fun, but nothing got accomplished. Yeah. You know, there wasn't, it, it wasn't didn't, the, it, didn't build anything. it wasn't the, it you know, there was, in the middle of it, it wasn't, oh, Mark, you know, really fucked over Jared out there. We can't wait to see Jared kicks Mark's out. No, that never happened. Yeah. It was just chaos for the sake of being chaos. Yeah, just a, 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 a explosive ending. So, yeah. So, but you, you, which is fun too, but it didn't accomplish anything. So, organized chaos, I think, is, Maybe the direction things need to happen, you know, things need to be exciting. You're never sure what's going to happen next. Like, because wrestling shows have been kind of in the standard format for the last 20 years or so. Yeah. Hopefully we can get something like that. That's, that's at least what I'd like to see. Do you ever think, and I guess we can end it on this because we are kind of getting over there. But uh, do, you, do you ever think that, like, if, if it gets to a point where the business is just dying, like mm -hmm. even WWE is just... Ratings are so low. It's gone from billion dollar company to million dollar company. Like it's just so bad that they're all just gonna come together and just try to save the business. If it got to that point, I think so. 
Um, like Vince, I think Vince would have to die in order for that to happen. I don't know. Vince well, is pretty forgiving, and, and I think he'd be willing to swallow his pride to save the business. Well, in and in the mid '90s, remember that WWE or WWF at the time did work with ECW. Yeah, they did work along with ECW just so but, WCW wouldn't get that talent. So like Vince, in that Vince, because they were losing. But that that um, was he more of him saving his ass from the competition. Yeah, and he Vince. Also liked that ECW basically made them look like the man. Yeah. He liked being seen as the big time. It, it would be, I mean, as your for your hypothetical goes, could that happen? I say it could. It's highly unlikely as WWE is just they just created their own shit. I mean, they created NXT as was supposed to be kind of like their minor leagues, you know, their farm system. No man, it's just it, it's WWE indie. That's, yeah, and they're they're putting their WWE spin on all this independent talent. They just did their own thing. They built their own company in the UK. They're, you know, UK wrestling was starting to blow up, and WWE's like, well, we'll just create our own for sure. You know, create their own big giant women's tournament. Create, you know, they can just do it themselves. Um, so on that hypothetical of do does everybody just get together and you have this big World Series of wrestling? Like that always sounds awesome. Um, I would like to see it happen with the. Now AEW have to be established on its own a little longer, but with you know Impact Wrestling and Ring of Honor and AEW, because Sammy Callahan's doing awesome in Impact right now, and you know Sammy's a friend of mine, so mm-hmm. I, mean, I might be biased, but he's incredible. He's he's got his own character. He's still hot television right now, and he's their champion. If he showed up randomly on an AEW episode and pile drove Omega at the end of a show. That would be a buzz. Yeah. It can't happen yet. AEW has to establish itself on its own before they're just bringing in other talents. But that would be a buzz, man. That would be cool. That would, If, oh, if Omega sure. showed up on Impact right now, it would be a huge buzz for them. Yeah. I think that could and should happen in small doses. I think everybody that isn't WWE should help each other out a little bit. Um, and not to get too far off into my own thing, but that's what I want to do for tag wrestling tag team wrestling on the independence right now yeah when you're running an independent show tag wrestling is is an expensive adventure you know if you got four good wrestlers well you got to pay them all and you're only going to get one match out of it even you you can make the match a little longer it's a more expensive it's a more expensive match well then so now you got your tag team champions which right now seth allen and myself are but so okay well how do you establish another tag team that means you have to have another tag team beat a lesser tag team to make them look good to go face the tag champs. So now you're booking a couple tag matches on the yeah, show. It's yeah. really starting to get expensive. So my idea is we're not dumb this day and age on the internet, man. We know that there's other independent promotions around, you know, you WWE still kind of treats it like there's nobody else, but even then they're kind of acknowledging, you know, but impact they all have their tag team champions. Everybody knows for well that Ring of Honor has tag champions and AEW now has tag champions. Yeah. So my mentality is, even on a smaller level than that, is, hey, we're the tag champions here at Mid-Ohio Wrestling. There's good wrestling up in Cleveland. Well, bring that tag, the best tag team from Cleveland down for one match. Uh, people know who they are. Yeah, you've talked about Pe- this yeah, before. People know who they are. You can look them up on the internet. You can look up their matches. And you can look up ours, too. And you know, bring them down here. And then for our promotion, yeah, more times than not, we'll probably win. But then on the flip side, we'll, we'll go up to Cleveland. We'll yeah, go yeah. to Mansfield. We'll go to Pittsburgh. And they've done they've done similar things and more like the the more I guess you can call it indie when it yeah. comes to like NWA and New Japan and uh, like was it Ring of Honor that was, did that was kind of cross promoting all, all in or something like yeah that? yeah they helped they, out they yeah. NWA I mean, did too kind of do that. yeah like the they were using they had a 
tag team title match in AEW, essentially. That was the NWA mm-hmm. titles. Yeah, weren't they? and they were bringing the AAA titles over, too. So it's kind of like they still have that, like, territory mentality. Right. Like, I, why can't that still apply to the big leagues? You know what I mean? And I think WWE is two big leagues where they just want to create on their own. We're like, oh, the, the Raw Tag Champs are here to, on SmackDown to you're challenge our Tag Champs. Right. So they They've try to, they try to do it themselves, but it's kind of hard for us to buy in. Yeah, Whereas, yeah. I mean, if you... You know, if, if, a, if a company in Pittsburgh brought me and Seth in and going, well, these guys fucking kick ass over there. They, they have the tag champs. They've beaten all these tag teams. Look how great these guys are. And mm. then we would let their top tag team beat us. Yeah. Because now you're talking about how great we fucking are. And you're going to have your, you know, we would do the favor for their tag team and make them look good. Yeah. Now all of a sudden, hey, look at our tag. Cha- these are our tag champs. And they just beat these guys who are fucking awesome. And just do that favor for each other. Is that time? Is that saying it's time? No, <laughs> We're going my indie wrestling rant. No, no, no. We're good. Reminder. No, uh, but that's but that, that kind of goes back to your question. Where could do they all link up in the long run? I, I think they should in small doses. I really do. And make yeah. it fun. Make it exciting. Get those dream matches. I mean, if Sony and Marvel can do it, anybody can. <laughs> I don't know what any of that means. Spider Man. Yeah, I know. It's, you a, know. it's a thing. Some people get it. I'm sure. It's a thing. A lot. Of, a lot more people probably do than don't. Well, I guess I'd say Sony and Disney, not Sony and Marvel. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I guess I guess we'll leave it at that. We'll too. leave it at that, man. We gotta leave some more to talk about, right? We For got, sure. We, got, we have an episode twenty-one. Yep, yeah, we do. We'll be legal. Maybe we'll drink on that one. Ah, um, uh, I like it. I like it. All right. Like um, it. Uh, my guess. I guess. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this current state of wrestling episode we yeah, don't do for, many of those. no no for all these new subscribers that seem to you know really uh enjoy the old school stuff uh so do we but there's a lot going on with the current product that needed talked about and uh you know hopefully we can get to where this era would be an era we look back on with fond memories with yeah. classic memories you know in another 20 years because they'll i'm sure they'll still be wrestling and we'll still be talking about it maybe not on this platform but, but or maybe on an even better platform bigger and wider but again we absolutely appreciate all the uh the new subscribers and all our our uh you know our faithful subscribers please continue to to listen like share subscribe man the subscribes help a ton they really, they really do word of mouth helps a ton man just you know clicking that subscribe button wherever if you're on spotify itunes wherever it is clicking that subscribe button just helps us out a lot so we, we appreciate it for sure for sure um again merch available um, at I believe it's teespring.com slash store slash OWC. If that doesn't work out for you, again, facebook.com slash Ohio WrestleCast. Well, there's a link on there. It should be right up at the top. Uh, please, man, drop us a line. Let us know something you want to talk about. For sure. You know, want, us to talk, want us to talk about if you have a topic in mind. Uh, and I, I really do. I think I'm going to maybe go all in, try to get an Ask Us Anything sort of deal where we can keep it wrestling-related, our own personal opinions, stories, etc. Oh, cool. Uh, I think we'll... we'll, we'll Try to really uh, take some time, get some get some good questions out there. And, yeah, that's a good idea. And uh, get an episode of that going because I, I enjoy when you and Jeff do it. Yeah, and, say uh, we do it a lot on Jam. Yeah, I think we're due for that. So we'll maybe we uh, get that out there, compile some questions, and uh, run an episode like that. And cool. Really, as I said, the subscriber uh, count is growing. You know, we'll let them ask us some questions. For we'll, sure. Talk about what they you, want us to talk about. You've all been commenting. Don't don't hesitate to comment. Let us know what you think of the show. And let any us, suggestions. Let us know that I Rock and John Thomas sucks. I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's always good. Just be nice to me though. Now that I said that, they're gonna fucking attack me. Nobody's attacked you yet. Yeah, give them time. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, I guess. 
With that said, till next time. Bye, Internet.